Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What is going on? It is the Hoop Ball Clippers podcast. Brandon Marcus here on a Tuesday after the Los Angeles Clippers beat the Miami Heat very shorthanded 125 to 118. Reminds you of the Clippers that we saw just a couple of years ago. A gritty team that didn't have any stars that just got it done in games that you didn't expect them to win. And they did it against Miami, who had Bam, who had Jimmy Butler who had Duncan Robinson, and they got the victory, and they won by seven in what was probably one of their most impressive wins of the season. So we'll talk about that game in the last couple of games on this show and some stuff that's really stood out and some really interesting statistics that have caught my eye on Twitter and a big tip of the hat to guys like Justin Wilson of LA Clippers Film, Justin Russo, Fly By Night, Adam Osland, and Shane Young, all guys that have put together some pretty good stats and stuff that I will be relaying to you because not everybody's on Twitter and also not everybody has seen some of the stuff come across and it's really good information. So I definitely want to share it with you because man, this team, this team has some guys that are performing that the rest of the NBA doesn't quite realize. Um, Guys like Zoo, for example, Marcus Morris, for example, you don't realize the numbers these guys are putting up and I'll share some of those a little bit later on, as the Clippers have now won four in a row. We last chatted with Miriam Swanson after they won against Minnesota. Since then, beaten up on the Chicago Bulls, as they should. Beaten up on the Cleveland Cavaliers without Andre Drummond, as they should. And then beaten up on the Miami Heat. Uh, And I I keep saying as they should, because you look at the actual teams. Bulls, Cavs, uh, obviously the Heat went to the finals last year, so that's not a walkover by any means. And especially when you don't have PG and Kawhi. But now, you look at the last couple of games and PG, Kawhi aren't around. Kawhi has missed a couple of games. He's questionable for tomorrow's game in the injury report that was just released. Paul George is still out. Nick Batum is still out. Batum has concussion. And then obviously with PG, it's the bone injury that we don't know exactly when he's going to return. But this team just keeps on figuring it out. And I've talked about this on the show so many times on this podcast that because of Ty Lu and the system that he has, guys know their role. And he just knows how to get the spark from this team that Doc Rivers was not able to get last year. And whether it's relating to the players or having an offensive system in place, whatever it is, it's getting things done right now. And that gives me a ton of optimism going towards the end of the season when that happens, and towards the postseason. I don't think this is a team that will blow the double-digit lead in three straight games like last year's team did. And it's because of many different reasons. Obviously, Trez and the defense is not going to be a liability like it was last year. 
But I just think that Doc didn't have any type of adjustment, while Ty Lue definitely is. So it's interesting. Before we get to last night's game and some interesting stats, I do have to tell you guys about the Bruise Letter. What is the Bruise Letter? Well, our founder, Aaron Bruski, writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. Exclusive content you cannot find it anywhere else. Just going to be in your inbox. It's not going to be on the website, not going to be on the podcast, not going to be on social media, only going to be in your email. You can sign up to get it for free. Go to bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021. That's B-I-T-L-Y slash bruise letter, B-R-E-W-S letter 2021. Sign up in 10 seconds. Aaron Bruski, straight to your inbox. And of course, if you're a fantasy nerd, because I am, I I love fantasy, and you don't really have to be a nerd. You can just be a fantasy savant. I know that you will want to get the fantasy pass. Best deal in the industry, just $4.99 per month. Now we're in the regular season. There's no long-term commitment. Sign up for one month for $5. It's a cup of coffee. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know you'll love it, though, but it's nice to have that option. What's in the fantasy pass? Well, first of all, the HoopBall Discord server, where you can hang out with HoopBall pros around the clock, ask trade advice, add drop advice, rate my team. It's all there. One-on-one help with your team, all in the Discord server. Also, updating projections, new appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops. It's all there. So please do check it out. Head to hoop-ball.com and click on the Fancy Pass ad just below the main media wall. Now, I want to talk about last night's game because coming into it, the Clippers were actually underdogs. I was curious. I went to the line in Vegas and I saw it was minus three that the Miami Heat were favored by three. And you look at, for the Clippers, you see Marcus Morris, Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Lou Williams, and Terrence Mann. Not a bad starting lineup, but no Batum. No Patrick Beverly, as he was resting on a back-to-back. No Kawhi Leonard. And no Paul George. They just won without four of their five starters. Their only starter was their center in Serge Ibaka, who played 20 minutes. That means that bench guys had to come in and start. And why I'm emphasizing that is because last year, everyone talked about the Clippers bench and how deep the Clippers were. And coming into the season, everyone talked about how the Clippers just don't have the same depth they had last year. And the Lakers, they have the depth because they've got guys like Caruso. They've got guys like Montrezl Harrell. The Clippers just don't have that depth. Guys, the Clippers just had four of their five bench players come into the starting lineup. You're not going to tell me this team doesn't have, you're going to tell me this team doesn't have depth? Marcus Morris, depth. Reggie Jackson, depth. Lou Williams, depth. Zoo didn't start, but depth. Kennard, depth. And, and now, guys, we have a draft pick that is becoming a legit NBA rotation player in Terrence Mann. I mean, not enough people are talking about what Team Mann is doing right now. He played 37 minutes last night. 37. Not only is that impressive because it shows that there's trust in the player, but also shows the player has fitness, that he's able to play that long. 15 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Guys, Terrence Mann is becoming a very good player before our eyes. He's going to be someone that the Clippers can actually rely on. When is the last time the Clippers have had a guy they've drafted that they've been able to rely on? I mean, you can wait. I'll look it up right now. The Clippers draft picks 
over the last several years have been so bad. I mean, Jerome Robinson, not that special. SGA, obviously, of course. I mean, Shea Gildas-Alexander, who's a lottery pick, fine. But non-lottery picks, Bryce Johnson, CJ Wilcox, Reggie Bullock. I mean, Al Farouk Aminu, fine. But, I mean, outside of Blake Griffin, I keep saying DeAndre Jordan, by the way, on this podcast, and DJ actually was a year before Blake, so Blake was 2009. But since Blake in 2009, these are the draft picks. And of course, there have been trades. Willie Warren, Al Farouk Aminu, Travis Leslie, Trey Tompkins, Furkan Aldemir, Reggie Bullock, CJ Wilcox, Chuck Diallo, or Chiek Diallo, Bryce Johnson, Jerome Robinson, Miles Bridges, who was obviously traded, and Reggie Perry. That's who the Clippers have drafted. And guys, they found somebody now. And this is someone that they can actually groom and use as a rotation player. So that goes to this team now has legitimate depth on this team. I mean, you can now rely on at least six guys that can come off the bench for you in when everybody's healthy. Coffee, by the way, yesterday, 15 points, five of six from three. I mean, come on. So these are the guys. Kennard, Zoo, Lou, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, Terrence Mann. Then, of course, you have Patterson and Coffee. So this team is deeper than you think, and it's not going to matter come playoff time because they're, it's obviously the rotations are going to get shorter, but it allows you to win these types of games when Kawhi and PG are out. So a big tip of the cap to what Ty Lu is doing right now. I mean, yesterday, Marcus Morris was unbelievable. 32 points, three rebounds, two assists. He was 11 of 15 from the field, six of eight from three, four of four from the line. And Justin Wilson tweeted this out earlier today, and I went to look it up because I, I couldn't believe it. Marcus Morris is shooting 46% from the field. He's shooting 50.5% from three. So that's 51 if you want to round up. And he's shooting 94.6 from the free throw line. That's 95%. He, he, he right now is at 46, 51, 95 in 20 games. Normally, the 50, 40, 90 is pretty dang good. He's at 46, 51, 95. I, I mean, Marcus Morris, hate on him all you want with the four-year, $64 million contract. People saying, hey, he may have been better off with Michael Green. I know there has been some talk on Twitter about that. I, I don't think people understand how valuable Marcus Morris is. He was great with the New York Knicks. He is someone that can now come off the bench. He's being so selfless. He can score when he needs you to, when you, can, when you need him to. He can guard different positions. He was able to switch a PG and Kawhi. He's able to do that on the perimeter. He's able to play small forward, power forward, center, whatever you need him to do. And Marcus Morris is that dude. He is a guy that is extremely valuable and very much is going to be living up to his contract over the next couple of years. I truly believe that. And when you, you pay a guy that type of money to go and get you 30 points when PG and Kawhi aren't available. And he did just that. So a big tip of the cap to Marcus Morris. This team has just been so good and it's remarkable. I mean, look now we talked about Lou Williams before and I talked to Miriam and I said, what do you do with guys like 
Lou and Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard and Reggie Jackson and trying to figure out all their minutes when everybody's healthy. And, and it's going to be a really interesting decision. And what's funny to me, and we saw Reggie Jackson sit out in that game yesterday for, or not Reggie Jackson, pardon me, Pat Beverly sit out yesterday because they don't want to overwork him. Lou Williams has not been sitting out in back-to-backs. This is a guy that's been in the league for a long time. He is a veteran, and he goes out and plays 36 minutes last night. 18 points, 10 assists. The underground GOAT just continues to perform at the highest level. I mean, 8 of 20 from the field. His field goal percentage wasn't great, but he hit big shots when the team needed him to. And this guy just continues to perform. And you look at his last several ball games. I mean, this month, he's averaging 19 points, and that's including a four-pointer to start the month against Brooklyn. He's averaging six assists. He's shooting near 50% from the field at 49.5, over 40% from three, and over 85% from the line. He's been at five or more assists in every game but two this month. And that's in eight games. He has been so much better than where he was to start the season. So he's averaging 19 points per game this month. Last month, in January, he averaged 9 points per game. He's averaging 10 more points per game this month. So, man, Lou Williams has just been so good for the Clippers for so many years. And you look at Jamal Crawford and what he meant to the Clippers, and now Lou Williams in the last several years has filled Jamal's shoes admirably. And it's really been fun to watch. It's been really fun to watch guys like Lou Williams perform at the level that they've been performing. Now, I mentioned that Kawhi and PG have been out, and that brings me to my next statistic that I want to share with you. So, this is from Shane Young, by the way, who we're hoping to have on the podcast next week. The Clippers are on pace for a 52-20 season with Kawhi and PG playing in 18 of 29 together. 52 and 20. They're looking at 32 games over 500, with Kawhi and PG playing in 18 of 29. And if you do 18 of 30, by the way, because it's going to be 18 of 30 uh, tomorrow, because they're not going to play together tomorrow, because PG has already been declared out, that's 60%. I mean... That's really good that, that this team can just continues to get wins when their stars aren't in the lineup. And we're going to see what the Lakers do without Anthony Davis because he's going to be out at least into the all-star break most likely. But when you have wins over the Miami Heat without four starters and you have Marcus Morris producing the level that he is, I mean, this team has just been out-freaking-standing. They're third in the league, by the way, in point differential behind Milwaukee and Utah, and I believe Justin Wilson tweeted that one. And third in the league in point differential, and that's with that 50-point loss to Dallas. It tells you what this team just keeps on doing, and they're winning, and they're winning big, and they're not putting it to chance. They're they're putting teams away that they should be putting away. So before we talk about Zoop, because I, I think it's worth bringing him up again, I do want to tell you guys about my bookie. I bet with my bookie, and why do I do that? Because they have up-to-the-minute odds. They treat you well. They have so many different sports you can bet on, whether it's the Premier League, whether it's college basketball, whether it's the NBA. 
it's all there. And not only do they have actual sports to bet on, they have stuff like blackjack that you can go and you can gamble on. They are the best at what they do. The rep is rock solid. They've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. I am giving my stamp of approval to my bookie. It's simple. Sign up, enter the promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. That's the code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched up to 1000 bucks, Halfway up to 1000 That's pretty good. Head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. If you need a little bit of help, hit up the guys at HoopBall Gaming. Devin and his guys do a great job of handicapping different games. They release their picks. Um, if you want to pay a little bit extra and get their picks that go to the paid subscribers, you can do that as well. They're just on top of their game. So if you want a little bit of help or you're just curious, go ahead and hit up the HoopBall Gaming folks as well. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Okay. Zoo. This guy is someone that Clippers fans wanted to get the the reins. We were giving it to him. We wanted the Clippers to get rid of Trez after looking last year at the playoffs and seeing how many times Zoo was sitting and how bad the defense was with Trez on the floor in the bubble. And I love Montrez Harrell. He was so fun to watch. And no slight at Trez. It's not his fault that Doc kept playing him for 17, 18 straight minutes. That's just not something that he should have been doing and he shouldn't have been matched up against Jokic as much as he was. But now you get Ibaka and I was a little worried what Zoo's minutes would be like and whether he would play in fourth quarters because he didn't under Doc Rivers. And this is from Justin Russo. Zoo played 17 minutes in the second half yesterday. 30 times last year, he played less than that in a game. In a full game, he played less than 17 minutes and 30 seconds. That tells you how little Doc valued him last year. Now, what about what Ty Lue values him at this year? So we've had 29 games the Clippers have played, okay? The Clippers right now are 21-8, and eight, so 29 games. Zoo has played in the fourth quarter in 20 Five of 29. Now, last year, 72 games, Zoo played in 23 fourth quarters. He's already played in more fourth quarters this year in 29 games than he did last year in 72 games. Now, why is he playing so much? And this is a good one from Justin Wilson. The Clippers have, in the last 15 games, the Clippers have a 106.6 defensive rating with Zoo on the floor. And that is with him averaging 15 and 12 per 36 in the last two seasons. I mean, the guy is so good defensively and he helps you out offensively as well. I mean, he would average a double-double if he got the minutes. Last night, Zoo played 28 minutes, 22 points, 8 rebounds, and a steal. No blocks, which is surprising. But 4 of 4 from the line, he's a center that makes his free throws. That is a rarity in today's NBA. He makes his free throws, he blocks shots, he rebounds, he gets the job done. And he continues to do it for the Clippers. And he, along with Lou Williams, along with Terrence Mann, along with Reggie Jackson, who's filling in in a spot for Pat Beverly that I don't think he was expecting to do when he was sent to the bench after the first 10 games of the season, Marcus Morris, these guys 
are stepping in and not skipping a beat. And it tells you a lot about a team when you can have four wins in a row when you're missing guys like PG and Kawhi. I mean, you look at the Timberwolves game, and there was no PG. You had Kawhi, 36 points in that game, but the Clippers now haven't had PG for several games, and they're finding a way to win, okay? In that game against the Bulls, Kawhi had 33 points in a 19-point win. But they have now won two games in a row without Kawhi Leonard and without PG. And Kawhi, by the way, needs to be in the MVP conversation. Throw him in there with Jokic and LeBron and Embiid. Those are the four guys that need to be there in the MVP conversation. They have all been huge to their teams. I mean, you look at Denver and what Jokic is doing. Who, by the way, I'm recording this podcast and they're late in the fourth quarter. Jokic is 15 of 22 from the field, 41 points. Pretty damn good, but they're probably going to lose to the Celtics. I mean, the Clippers, where would they be without Kawhi Leonard? And it's a valid valid question. And he's been unbelievable. Paul George obviously has been unbelievable. But the theme of today's podcast is talking about the guys that don't get talked about enough. We don't talk about Zoo enough. We don't talk about Marcus Morris. I mean, the guy shooting over 50% from three and 95% from the stripe? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And this Clippers team is about to go through a gauntlet, okay? And I'm praising this team now, and I'm going to praise them later on as well. I'm going to have Justin Wilson, by the way, on the podcast on Sunday. We're going to hopefully record after the Brooklyn game. That game's slated for 5 o'clock. So as of now, we're looking to send out a podcast late on Sunday night. So Utah, Utah, Brooklyn. Those are the next three games for the Clippers. Those two Utah games are going to be very, very difficult. If Kawhi Leonard does not play, I'm not anticipating a win in any of the next three games. Now, that being said, this team just showed that they can beat a team like Miami without all their stars. So, can they get a win against Utah with no Mike Conley, who's hurt? I mean, they still have Mitchell, they still have Gobert, they still have Ingles, they still have Bogdanovich. I mean, they still have guys. If the Clippers can get Kawhi back, that'd be great. If not, not expecting a win in the next three, but we'll see what happens. Now, I do need to tell you guys about our friends over at Manscaped. You've heard me talk about several products before. You've heard me talk about the Lawnmower 3.0. I want to tell you guys about the Weed Whacker. It's a nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror. I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out. They're embarrassing. I know I've looked in the mirror and I've seen those hairs sticking out and I don't want someone to see it. Luckily, right now I'm wearing a mask, but if I took off the mask and uh, my wife is going to see those nose hairs and it's not attractive, I want you to get in the game with the Weed Whacker. They provide proprietary, that's a tough word, proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in the delicate holes. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the training experience. It's waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. It's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. You'll get a replaceable blade 
every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HoopBall20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code HoopBall20. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. All right. So the Clippers have won four in a row, knocking off Minnesota, Chicago, Cleveland, Miami, games that you would have thought they would win. Now they got Utah twice, Brooklyn, and then Washington. Those are the remaining four games of the homestand. Looking forward to chatting with Justin on Sunday about those two Utah games, and we'll focus, obviously, on the Brooklyn game. I'm assuming if Kawhi is questionable today, that means he is going to probably be back at least by Sunday against Brooklyn. Maybe back against Utah. It didn't seem like the Clippers were overly concerned by the injury. I mean, Ty Lue doesn't even know when it happened on the road trip. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does play in that game against Utah, knowing how important it is. They probably didn't want to rush him back against Miami. So we'll see if he does play. Either way, I'm optimistic that we'll see him for that game against Brooklyn. Shout out, Clipper Nation. You guys have been through it all, and this is a fun team. When their stars are healthy, they're fun. And when their stars are out, this team is playing hard, and that's all you can ask for in any team. And when you have guys like Marcus Morris and Serge Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, Lou Williams, Terrence Mann, Zoo, Coffey, Kennard, Patterson, all those guys that are getting minutes and laying it all out there and playing hard, that's all you want to see in a team. So I enjoyed that win last night. I hope you did as well. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you do, please go give us a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts. Review the podcast as well. Subscribe. Hit me up on Twitter at BDMarcus. You can follow the Twitter handle of the Hoopball Clippers podcast at Hoopball Clips. Until next time, I'm Brandon Marcus and go Clips. This has been a Hoopball presentation. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.